Barry Soper, senior political correspondent with us at 13 Away From Five. Hey, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. Why is Chris Hipkins being so weird about joining AUKUS? Um, well, it's all about the nuclear submarines that uh, are in But we're not going to join Tier 1, right? We were never going to join Pillar 1. We're only going to join Pillar 2, and there are no nuke submarines in that. Yeah. So why is well, it being weird? That's, well, that is the argument they come out and use all the time. Chris Hipkins has used it um, time and time again. So is this, is this because the New Zealand public is going to be weird about AUKUS, or is this because it could upset China or both? Well, it's a political, uh, it's, you know, it's posturing politically, I think, uh, more than anything else. Um, and it certainly will upset China. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But look, uh, you've got Chris Hipkins in Papua New Guinea at the moment meeting for the first time with many Pacific leaders, but also the top brass from the United States, including Antony Blinken, the oh. Secretary of State. Um, there are concerns, certainly around the Pacific, the Papua New Guinea uh, has, uh, could be dragged into the militarisation of the Pacific uh, as it prepares to sign the new security pact with the United States. Now, according to a draft copy, the deal would grant the US armed forces um, to PNG's territorial waters and airspace. It's no big deal, though, if you listen to mm. Chris Hipkins. New Zealand you know, doesn't support militarisation of the Pacific. Having said that, uh, military presence does not necessarily signify militarisation. For example, New Zealand has a military presence in the Pacific regularly following natural disasters. We send military assets up here to support countries that have been affected by natural disasters. Our Hercules will come in and bring uh, supplies. Our, our ships will come in and bring supplies and extra support. So I think we, we, um, we shouldn't assume that all sort of military uh, <laughs> partnerships are necessarily about conflict. I find that extraordinary, uh, you know, to say that, oh, look, we send a herc up somewhere every now and then. We're doing exactly the same as what the United States are doing in Papua New Guinea. Give me a break. Um, and it's certainly not the same. Um, it's no big deal because it's not China. And if you uh, think around this time last year, Jacinda Ardern, uh, she was uh, saying New Zealand is concerned uh, about a defence pact between the Solomons uh, and China. Um, and um, New Zealand, Australia and the US all uh, expressed a serious concern yeah. about that pact. This one seems to be OK, though, because it's Washington and not Beijing. I mean... You know, you, well, it's have, our team. you can't have it both ways. It's our team, isn't it? That's yeah. the truth of it. Well, of hey, course it is. What do you make of this lovely little deal that we've struck for New Zealand Steel to help them buy some cool new stuff? Well, it's great for climate change, Heather. I mean, if you look at the effectiveness, if it does come off, it's um, pretty significant when you look at... Uh, Are you taking the mickey? No, I'm not. I'm, I, you know, I think it. Um, if you look at the benefits to the climate in terms of all the other government initiatives that they've taken, this... One one thing uh, is better than all the other projects. It accounts I think for more how much sixty of it them. accounts for how much of New Zealand's emissions. Well, one percent. And one, <laughs> what, and what is one percent of New Zealand's zero point one seven percent global emissions? Yeah, but the thing is, Heather, uh, you don't have to worry about it coming out of the taxpayer's pocket. Now, this is what we're told because it uh, comes out of um, basically polluters um, paying in to uh, what they call the government investment uh, in decarbonisation. Isn't it money that goes into the ETS? I beg your pardon? It's the money that polluters pay into the ETS, ETS, isn't it? But, yes, and you rightly said before, New Zealand Steel, it receives a free allocation under the ETS. Yes. uh, As uh, an emissions-intensive trade-exposed business, recognising that ETS costs might impact on the international competitiveness 
uh, competitiveness of these industries. So it's so, already been given a free pass on the ETS, yes. so it doesn't contribute to the climate polluters levy, no. to, to the fund, and no. then everybody else contributing to the fund helps it again and with they, some free cash. Like I said, I mean, if you look at it purely from climate change, it's a, it's a big emitter uh, in terms of other industry around New Zealand. So they are cutting back on that, but, um, you know, they... Basically, they are, and like you said again, that James Shaw let slip this morning. I don't know whether he let slip it. It's part of the deal. But uh, there's bonuses if they reach the targets that are set out uh, in this deal. Um, I find it incredible. It's For certainly the climate change initiative, it's good on the one hand, but it's a big, it's corporate welfare if you listen oh to gosh, yes. the two, uh, well, uh, David Seymour and uh, Christopher Luxon. We'll come back to that. Um, Ginny Anderson reckons we're all feeling safer. What do you reckon? Oh, well, you know, I, it was a yelling at the television moment yesterday when I watched uh, Q&A. I just thought it was ridiculous. Um, uh, she must have gone to the same media trainer that Jacinda Ardern mm-hmm. went to because simply she failed to answer most questions that were put to her yesterday, uh, like how much the police were given in last year's budget uh, compared to uh, what they got in this year's. Now, uh, we mentioned this on Friday. Um, Last year's gain was cancelled out by this year's loss, with their budget being cut by $164 million. And that's, she, you remember, she parroted on about how much they've got Mm. over three years from the last budget. Well, that's gone. Uh, Then the gaslighting continued when she was asked on several occasions if our uh, communities today are safer than they were when Labor took power in 2017. I believe we are safer with 1,800 more police officers on the beat, and that's what we'll achieve next month. And then again, she doubled down. I think more police on the beat make our communities safer. (laughs) Anyway, we'll come... We'll come back to this later on with um, David Seymour, who's going to be with us shortly. Barry, thank you very much. Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.